G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode, I'll try and make a really quick one. I want to kind of have a bit of a quick hitter each week with a longer one as well. So today's episode, it's going to be about elevating your heels in a squat. And I talk about this a lot, but I also more so want to talk about how every time I kind of post about heels elevation or elevating your heels in a squat, I always get people who write stuff about mobility and it just absolutely makes me just want to pull my hair out if I had any hair. And so I want to kind of go into this really quickly and just get my thoughts across because, yeah, it's one of those things that just frustrates me. Um, So firstly, as always, guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and a review and also share it to your audience if you enjoy this episode and you think someone else could benefit from it. All right, so elevating your heels. So why do we elevate our heels when we're squatting? So when we elevate our heels, it can help us get deeper in a squat. So elevating your heels can allow for better ankle mobility so we can push our knees further forward to allow you to more easily sit into a squat so why do we need to elevate your heels so not everyone does you know you've got people who don't even train ever and they walk into a gym and you put a bar on their back and they can squat ass to grass with the most flawless squat and a lot of it's going to come down to your biomechanics like you how your body is built the length of your limbs, the length of your torso. So certain aspects, which is quite hard to explain over um, a podcast because often a much better of a visual representation, but long story short, if you have longer um, limbs and a shorter torso or have a short um, longer torso and a shorter legs and stuff like that, it can impact your squat. So some people, even though they have fantastic mobility, for instance, even though they move really well when they're in a squat due to their torso length, they can have a squat, which makes them fall really far forward. So their torso has that kind of good morning kind of look to their squat. Whereas other people with certain structures can have a super easy um, squat where they just go after grass, their torso stays super upright, the knee pushes super far forward over the toes and it makes for a beautiful looking squat. But here's the thing. Most people naturally probably don't have that. And then even more people um, over a course of life, injuries, tightness, mobility issues, tight calves, and things like that become more and more restricted. And then on top of that, again, just certain people's biomechanics just don't make for a squat that is easy to get depth. So why do we want a deep squat? Well, it depends on your squat goal, but elevating your heels as I said, will allow for you to more easily push your knees forward in the squat. Why does this matter? Because when you elevate your knees, oh, sorry, if you elevate your heels and those knees push forward, we're going to get a greater stretch of the, uh, the quads and it's going to make you find it far more easier to get deep in the squat and keep your torso more upright so the bar on your back stays over your center mass. Okay, so when you're watching a squat from the side, ideally when you're in the bottom of the squat, the bar should be staying over the like your set of mass. So like say your midfoot. Whereas people who have really forward leaning squats, when they their torso hinges right over, the bar gets away from their midfoot 
And that's sometimes why people feel a lot of lower back or they feel a bit more uncomfortable um, in their squat. So what, what's the point of this? Where am I going with all this? Well, the beauty of elevating your heels is that it can give you pretty much instant improvements, like dramatic improvements in your ability to squat deep. For some people, it can just be a really small heel elevation, like an inch, like say standing on like a 1.25 kg plate or a two and a half kilo plate under their heels, just a really small heel wedge. And that can allow them to um, improve their ankle mobility enough that it can make a big difference in their squat. Whereas other people like myself who have injuries and terrible mobility, a higher heel elevation where my heels are, I guess more like a 30 degrees or a 45 degrees will allow for more easily to push my knees forward and again, get deeper in a squat. So the, the heel elevation you use can often obviously be personalized to you, the individual and your technique, your biomechanics and things like that. But what we want when we train people is obviously them to train effectively, them to train safely, them to feel things, them to um, enjoy squatting and things like that. And every time I kind of say, all right, here's your tip, elevate your heels. This will help you instantly improve your squat. You always get met with people being like, oh, no, you should just do mobility and they should be working on their mobility or no, elevating your heels bad and just they should be teaching them mobility. And it's the most stupid fucking (laughs) messaging in the world, right? And because it's not saying you don't work on your mobility, right? You improving something that will help you right now doesn't mean you then don't have to work on your mobility if you want to. It just means, hey, here's a here's a solution that can save you six months of working on mobility three, four times a week um, and improve you right away. And it's also saying that, hey, let's squat really well right now. Let's have you enjoy squats. Let's get you getting used to deep squats. And even when you, the more you squat, the deeper you get and the more you do it, you're actually also going to improve your mobility for those joints involved um, just through that repetition of that movement. So what annoys me is where people say, no, don't elevate your heels, just work on your mobility. And the reason why this annoys me is because even if you did all the mobility work in the world, for a lot of people because of their biomechanics, their limb structure and their torso length, they're never going to have a great deep squat even if they have great mobility and that's the thing a lot of people do have pretty good mobility it's just their limbs don't work in in a in a manner that's going to make them a great squatter and so then they hate squats they don't want to squat and then they do squats and they hate it or they don't do it well because they get injured and they feel uncomfortable and then they don't want to squat i always want to find a way to get someone squatting you know, it doesn't have to be, it can be any kind of squat, but it's such a great movement pattern to train for people. And the name of the game is we're not training athletes, like, you know, what we're working with. We want to, yes, have good movement patterns. We want to have people have a good range of motion. But when you have a, someone who is busy and they go, hey, Mark, I've got three 40 minutes um, windows a week to train. What can I do in that 40 minutes? And I want to lose weight. I want to get stronger and um, to be healthier with my kids and go play with my kids. I can guarantee you when you've got 40 minutes to play with, 
You don't want to waste 15, 20 minutes trying to do fancy mobility work. You want to get them in to the gym and train and do what you can to load the muscles and train them through a full range of motion that we can use. And by elevating those heels, you're going to achieve a much greater range of motion. You are not going to go, hey, sorry, you can't squat. We're just going to work on mobility for the next six months as um, a large majority of the session, even though I know your focus is fat loss and getting stronger and building some muscle and you've got super, super limited time. This is the point is that when people always go, oh, I'll just push mobility. And I see people, coaches push mobility. And a lot of the stuff they push is actually really, really good. But it's not actually realistic for a lot of people. Just like when coaches give um, a person a six-day-a-week training split and they've only got availability for three, four days a week of 40 minutes. It can be good intentions, but it doesn't match up to the person's availability, the person's goals, and all these factors. So it's really important when giving advice and when choosing choosing things you can work on, you choose things that are going to be your biggest bang for your buck. So I can guarantee you that if you're you're wanting to build your quads and you're wanting to build muscle in your legs and you enjoy squatting and you want to lose some weight, prioritize things that are going to help you immediately get better at that. And that's why I'm such a big fan of elevating heels because you can go there and instantly add a good five, six, seven inches of depth to your squat and with a more upright torso and you can feel better. And when people do it, they're like, oh my God, wow, this feels great. And I, I enjoy squatting. Don't go and instead of that, go, all right, I can't squat right now because my mobility is not perfect. So I'm going to spend months and months and months doing this and I'm just going to give up on the squats for now. And I'm not going to squat because it's not perfect without hill elevation. Hill elevation is not cheating. It's literally just your biomechanics. Like we're just basically improving our ability to have a squat that allows for full depth. You know, as I said, we all have different limb sizes, torso sizes and stuff like that. And how we squat is going to be related to that. Not everyone needs a heel elevation, but the people who can use a heel elevation and use it and instantly improve dramatically, they're the ones we want to go give a heel elevation to. So moral of the story is you're not cheating if you elevate your heels. It's a fantastic thing for most people. Then just because someone says elevate your heels, everyone could benefit from it doesn't mean you shouldn't do mobility. It doesn't mean you can't do both, but you should be squatting and then doing mobility as well. You can do mobility beforehand, more dynamic movements to um, help you and then go into the squat. And then you can do other things outside your session. But it doesn't mean you can't do both at the same time. And then when you have very limited time availability and your priority is building muscle and you like squatting, just go elevate your heels and squat. Doing direct mobility work is is fine. It can be a great thing. But when you're very limited and you're training people who don't have much time and you're, you're trying to assess what is going to be the biggest bang for buck for them, often it's not doing heaps and heaps of mobility. Just training them through large range of motions um, is going to be a great thing for the mobility as well. And allowing them to get stronger, getting stronger in those deeper positions. So again, when you elevate your heels, you allow them to get deeper in their squat and you're getting stronger when their muscles are being loaded at a long muscle length. And it can also help them actually get stronger in that weak position of that really deep squat. So there is basically zero downside to elevating heels for majority of people 
when we're trying to get a fast win. Okay, it's a simple win. Training can be really hard. Making progress can be really hard. Mobility can be something that takes so long. And even you do endless mobility, just from your body type, like your structure, you might never even still have a great squat, even though you've got fantastic mobility. So this is why it's okay to elevate your heels. It's okay to do mobility. It's okay to do all these things, but you don't have to do one or the other. You can squat and do your mobility work. You can do just squats if you only have the time. And then another period, work on your mobility. But you don't have to feel like you can't squat and you're cheating because you're elevating your heels. You, I would always try to prioritize what is going to be the biggest bang for buck intervention for me with training and how I can get my clients better. So moral of the story, elevating your heels is a fantastic thing for people who struggle to get deep in their squats. You're not cheating. And you, this doesn't mean though, you're not wanting to improve your mobility. It just means it's an intervention to give you an a, a immediate win so let's go get some immediate wins it's hard enough training and feeling good and stuff like that so don't deny yourself or deny clients from something that can help them right away whilst then in the background you're still working on things where they can squat deeper more easily in the future all right guys i hope this episode helps you because i know i just always get comments on my stuff and i don't really care like i i it means nothing like i don't care like I honestly, if, if someone says, hey, Mark, you're ugly or it says, hey, Mark, you're the most dumb person in the world and you're the worst coach in the world, I don't care. Like it means nothing to me, people's opinions. But what I do care about is when people say stuff and then they confuse people who are trying to get better in the gym, like insult me, I don't care. But don't confuse people who are trying to train and get better and tell them they can't do things that can actually help them give them a win. Because again, I can't stress enough. If you go from not being able to squat and it feels horrible and you've hurt yourself and you feel terrible and your confidence is super low and then you go, oh, I'm going to elevate my heels for the first time. And all of a sudden I sit deep in the squat. I go ass to grass. My torso is upright. I, everything feels smooth. Everything feels great. And you go, wow, now I actually like squats. All you've done is make this most small change and you've gone from someone hating squats to loving squats. So this is why I'm so passionate about it. So make things, you know, achievable for people to improve and don't make them just sit on the sidelines for a long time whilst they work on other things when they could be doing both all right guys so if you enjoyed this episode um personal trainers make sure you please share this to your audience um and i know you'll probably often have clients who could hear this so share it to them and all the people who do my programs and you know elevate your heels and you probably got messages about it please go share and tell people about the coach mark carroll podcast all right guys thanks so much i'll talk to you soon